Hey. Hey. We're here. Yes, we are. Live in person. Live and in person. All right. Gamers, since we're doing a game episode, let's start by talking about football. <laughs> okay. All right. Not quite the same. Well, sometimes the same demographic, but gamers yeah, and gamer. football. Yeah, I feel like there's some overlap. Yeah. So I was listening to a football game on the radio with Kyle because we were driving. So like a broadcast of a game? Uh-huh. Okay. First off, it was pretty wild. They made like some really bad jokes. Like it felt like they could say anything because they're like, no one's listening to the fucking radio. Like they made like a racist joke at one point. It was like, wow, guys, okay. Oh, no. I don't know. Watching football, what strikes me is how commodified everything is. It's like it, now for the Pringles instant replay. Yes. And I was telling Kyle, like, do you think eventually it'll be like, there's no more player names. It's all just brands. Like, Johnny Starburst gets the snap. Holy shit. So, like... It's like NASCAR. So, part of your contract is you just change your name. So, you're no longer, like, Gardner Minshew. You're, like, Gardner Snickers or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Pepsi Or your jersey can have all the logos on it, like a NASCAR car. Yeah, Uh (laughs) uh-huh. Well, okay, that's not... So, soccer, you know, um, the jerseys and stuff on that... For a long time, it's, that's not a recent development. Really, has have been corporate like sponsors. That's you know? true. Big Coca Cola, yeah, or Bimbo, Carlsberg, or whoever else. Yeah, that's that's been a thing for a while. I'm just Whoever's saying, your main sponsor. Because like, know? yeah, watching TV, it's like every time it's like, let's go in for the referee's special Snickers view. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I think they're, yeah, they're maybe worse about it on radio, but on TV too, though. Mm-hmm. And halftime, you always have like. Like I said, I think we said this in the sports episode, like yeah. the Lexus halftime report or whatever. Mm-hmm. You always have those. Maybe they'll just do this is the this is the uh, Halliburton first half of the. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't watch football ever. I sleep through it, mm-hmm. um, and so this is. I, I think people who watch it probably filter it out more than I do. So yeah. I was like, why are we talking about this brand now? Like I got a little confused. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that is background. For yeah, that's most white sports noise. fans. I guess that's probably the same in, like I said, in soccer, but in other sports, hockey they have they don't. I feel they, like it's not as bad in hockey. They don't commercialize the replays because they barely get a chance to show you the replay. You know, every time there's a stoppage of play, they do it. I guess so. They sometimes they'll do the power play. Like I think ours was like an electric company. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, like it's the TWX yeah. or whatever power play. <laughs> nice. I guess that makes sense. I know that they, you know, they have the advertisements around the rink. Mm-hmm. You know, that. But that's not that bad to me. No. Basketball has a, a similar advertisements around, but I, I don't know. I don't watch I don't enough watch. basketball to to be able to tell you. <laughs> yeah. It just, it became a little bit inscrutable to me. Yeah. All right, gamers. Are you ready to get into the, the video game? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do this. All right. Real gamers only smash the like button this is pro gamer 69 coming live at you and i'm 420 blaze it gamer boy good (laughs) (laughs) uh i used to do that i would when i was playing breath of the wild Mm -hmm. and kyle would be in the room and i would usually just hand the remote to him when it got too hard um (laughs) but i'd be like hey check this out and i'd be like this is pro gamer 69 and then immediately fall into like lava or something Uh, so we're both, I mean, we're both avid video game players though. Like we're parodying the culture here, but we, the, the stereotype of the culture, I guess we're not 
Oh, like I'm not an FPS shooter. Mm-mm. Neither of us play that uh, really. I have played them with friends socially, but like I'm not. That's not my deal. I'm a super uh, casual gamer. Yeah, I think we're both kind of casual on that. I play sports games a lot, but not competitively. Mm-hmm. I just play them to kill time almost. Yeah, I hate playing games with other people. It makes me nervous. I I will not play online with people unless yeah. I know them. I will. Yeah, same. I'll just play <laughs> with my friends only and. We'll play online with other people, but I'm mm-hmm. not concerned with what happens there. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't like competitive stuff really. Mm-hmm. I did a few shooters, like I did like Mass Effect that series, and but that's more of an RPG. Yeah, an I'll action. do RPG. I'll mm-hmm. do story driven stuff, but now pretty much all I play is Pokemon and Animal Crossing. <laughs> nice. All right, so. We're looking at games, I guess, my understanding of it, maybe we end up with completely different understandings of what, what we were do? supposed to do. <laughs> what was your homework? But I was coming at it from like looking at games through kind of a socialist leftist lens. Mm-hmm. All right. And specifically looking for games that have some element to analyze there. I didn't yeah. play, you know, I didn't do a report on the politics of Madden or anything like that. <laughs> you didn't go back to Halo and no, see yeah. if Master Chief was a socialist. Right, yeah. Didn't anything like that. <laughs> it took games that could ostensibly have something. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of political political message to retrieve there. That said, I mean, have you heard any about this, about the Call of Duty, the trailer for it? No. So there was this trailer for it, and it was like they were interviewing this ex-Soviet defector guy like a spy he was saying about all the bad things you know all the all the cruel and conniving intelligence operations they would do which you know you can't really deny that but the whole like the trailer and then the game itself seems like is a kind of a right-wing project and call of duty kind of always has this sort of expansionist right-wing sort of guns guy militaristic stuff message yeah Yeah. so i don't want to say that like only games that are really trying to be about politics can be about politics. yeah yeah for sure the things that are considered not political are just actually default political yeah yeah i would say like i mentioned mass effect even the newest one like andromeda i mean like a little bit colonial there (laughs) oh i mean so that was your goal was setting up colonies (laughs) You could kind of do it in a nice way, but... Yeah, you're exploiting resources, but it didn't seem like you're exploiting too many people, if I remember correctly. But it's been a while since I played. You didn't have, like, mass labor forces or something, I (laughs) guess. Yeah, you didn't enslave those jellyfish-looking people. Oh, the Hanar. No, the ones... The guy, Jal, whatever he was, he had, like, a poofy face. He was a romance option, which, like, more power to you. Yeah, yeah. That's it, let's jump in. (laughs) Let's get to our realistic games. (laughs) All right. All right. So we're gonna start with a game, and this is uh, this is a game that's more from a negative angle, maybe. I would say so. <laughs> uh, it's called Papers, Please, and in Papers, Please, you play the role of a border checkpoint guard, yeah, processor kind of person, mm-hmm. and you <laughs> the game sets it up in the opening like. In the opening crawl with, you've won the October Labor Lottery. Mm -hmm. And so this is your new post. They've set up an apartment for you in East Greston, which is this like East Berlin analog. Yeah, yeah. You get, you know, they've set up, set you up in a class eight dwelling. 
everything, the graphics and the sound and it's everything. very sad. Yeah, it gives you this like kind of dour, oppressed sort of overlay to everything. It really, you know, I don't know. It fits well with the, you know, just the pixels and the and the color palette they're using. Yeah, it's, super simplified pixel art for the most part. Like you have a zoomed out view of your office and stuff. And then the people are a little more detailed, but mm-hmm. I have opinions about that too. Okay. <laughs> So what do you, uh, so what do you mean? My first note is, wasn't fun, just a slog to play. So that's kind of a fair criticism. I think <laughs> it was not fun. I think plenty of people have raised it. I think intellectually it was fun for me to, it was kind of sad, but like the mm-hmm. way you enjoy a sad movie or a sad message or something. I wouldn't mind sad that. sad documentary. <laughs> I, I liked those parts. I thought that was interesting, uh-huh. but I thought like actual gameplay was hard. So let's talk about the gameplay. Sure. So you are checking people's documents and every day it gets more complicated. So it starts out just like, okay, only citizens, everyone has to have a passport. Just make mm-hmm. sure their passport information is up to date. And so you have to check with the current date and to make sure their name matches. And, just- and that they're from the main country, Eris. Aristotska. Yes, which I kept um, on saying like aristocracy in my head, which was like the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aristotska, this kind of caricature of of an Eastern European communist Eastern Bloc sort of country. Yeah, you know? I just assumed it was Russia. Well, but there, I thought it's it's more like East Berlin or East mm. Germany rather, okay. you know, because they have the border checkpoint. Yeah. It does not that important for them. It really wouldn't be that important in terms of a distinction. They're just trying to say it's a big communist place. It's communist. Yeah. So yeah, you have to check all their documents and every day they add more stuff. Like this time you have to have an entry ticket and now Mm -hmm. you have to have like an ID thumbprint thingy. And it got, I was bad at it on day one. Like I kept fucking up. I got like the max number of citations every day, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) So whenever you mess up, they send you a citation. You got like two every day. I got two. I got all my free ones every day. So when you did you play long enough to get the little plaque on your wall? I did get the plaque. What though. did you get? Sufficient. No, I did too. <laughs> That's you had to make a, make a lot of mistakes to get presents. Oh no! And then if you're if you have actually no mistakes, you get excellent, which oh, wow. is I've never gotten. That. I can't. I that that's the thing. It wasn't fun to compare these docs. It was a slog. It was like okay, let me make sure, and I would always miss something. Maybe I'm not as detail-oriented <laughs> as I thought I am. It could be. Uh, well, because it's hard. You also have to check like so many places in the book. You have to be like, okay, where does this say they Where does this say they got it from? Yeah, the issued Can city you? would trip me up. Gender fucked me up a lot. That was, uh, yeah. So they would sometimes just be like, this person's male and then visually. I'm like, I don't know. They don't look that way. <laughs> You're supposed to click on that, click on them and discrepancy mm-hmm. and say, your passport says this. Mm-hmm. And they'll, did you do that ever? I did. And they would kind of demur most of the time. Like, oh, why are you asking? And I'm like, well, now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. And you kind of should. But it, it was uh, the game, you know, right? It was, it, you could keep asking them and they would just be like, it is whatever the passport says. Yeah, or it, the documents like, are right. And I would always just, I played it. I role played it as, this time I role played it as. Follow all the rules guy. Mm. So I'll just be like, rejected. See you later. Yeah. What did I've, you do? I followed the rules 
except for like one situation mm. the one where it was like these sex workers who are like hey I'm, I'm worried there's a guy behind me and i think he's gonna force us to work in a brothel and take our passports and i was like oh i'm not gonna let that guy in so i didn't let him in that's really hey, the only cheating i did you just rejected him uh-huh and you got a citation for it yeah <laughs> yeah you know there's a way you can do that i guess this is spoilers for papers please but it's kind of old <laughs> there's a way you can do that the where you actually just give him the letter that they oh you. and he's like what the fuck i'm gonna kill them oh and then my god since he does that you can hit detain oh okay so you that can way get the guards to come in and haul him off you don't get a citation and he doesn't mm. kill them and there you go okay yeah i didn't know that i didn't either i just tried it this time and <laughs> it worked yeah so that's the only exception you made. I think so. I Most of mine were fucking mistakes, man. <laughs> I was bad at this game. There was a guy comes in. He's like, oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. Uh, please be nice to my wife afterwards. Oh. But she doesn't have it. Did you reject her? Actually, I think I let her in. Oh. I was a softie. So you played soft-hearted. Yeah, I was nice. Did you play along with the Ezek people? I tried to, but I kept fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> so you, like sympathize with them but you didn't yeah okay. i tried to but i forgot that name that they they left like this code you had to decode but didn't he ask for it after like the guy eventually he was like we'll come back again and i'm like what does that mean are you like gonna send a new person but then i failed the game before oh you got how, what was your ending well, let me see oh i took the money <laughs> so at one point in the game they're like someone gave you a thousand dollars on your doorstep or something do you burn it or keep it and i was like i all my family had died except for my wife. <laughs> this is another part of the game. You have yeah. to keep your family alive and like you use your salary. And if you get bribes, you can use that too. Mm -hmm. Everyone had died but my <laughs> wife. And so I was like, no, I'm keeping this bitch alive. So I took the money yeah. and turns out I got arrested because they were like, The hey, neighbors reported you. The neighbors reported me and I got arrested. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I actually ever got that one. I got one when there's an inspector guy comes in. Mm. If you don't do the Ezek thing, an inspector guy comes in and he's like, hey, have you heard of these Ezek guys? Like, oh, did you rat did him you out? Did you get anything suspicious? And if you give him the documents, <gasps> he's like, so you've been involved in some <gasps> oh, clandestine activities and you get arrested and oh, you that lose sucks. anyway. So you're supposed to keep that secret, apparently. Yeah. Besides that, I have played in the past. I've played and gone the whole Ezek line. Mm -hmm. And like they do kind of a revolution thing. Okay. It's not clear that they really do anything different. They're just kind of anti-corruption. Okay. But like typically with anti-corruption is kind of a cover for like getting your guys in power. Yeah. Really... Could be a little fashy. Yeah. A lot of times <laughs> it's used for that is, is ousting popular leaders by saying well they're corrupt mm -hmm. you know, so yeah i was really, really curious as to what would happen if i hadn't sucked so much and gone with them yeah no it's a you're i think you're very right about the assessment of it is grueling yeah in terms of gameplay it's just like boom 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 usually do this, do usually with rpgs that have multiple paths at the end of it i'm like oh i'm gonna play through i'm gonna you know romance somebody else or mm -hmm. you know Set up my farm this way if it's Stardew. But this one, it, it even said, like, you, you got ending four of 20. And I'm like, I have no desire to play these other endings. <laughs> like, no. Can, I will Wikipedia the endings. <laughs> yeah, you can read about them. Like, there are several good ones. What are some good ones? Yeah, what, are, what is the happy path here? Oh, as gosh, a UXer the happy, would say. The happy path is not great. So oh, the no. happy path, 
That's the one where Isaac wins the revolution, basically. Mm-hmm. How many family members did you end up with? It depends on the on the like playthrough. Oh. Usually, like one or two of them die. This time, playing who, perfect guy, who died? Uh, I managed not to. Not, no one died. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I don't feel like a murderer. But I I was playing. I was pretty good at it by now. Like where mm-hmm. to click on it, and I was helping. I guess that guard guy. But I was playing like yeah. super by the book, so I would always be detaining anyone who had a problem. Oh, so, I only detain people who like seem shady. No, like if it, it once they gave me the detain option, if they had fucked up documents, <gasps> I just detained them. Every oh time. no, I just denied them. I was horrible. <laughs> I detained the first day because I'm like, well, my son just died, so I do need the money. <laughs> so yeah, people, listeners, there's a guard who says if you detain people, I'll give you like five bucks a d- detainee, so you get bribed. Yeah. So if you um. Go along with the Isaac thing. You do all their tasks and you do everything they ask for you. The, the ending you get is that they successfully do their revolution. Inspector, it is a glorious day. The border has been pierced. Isaac grows strong while the corrupt and greedy weaken. We are moving you and your family to a better home. Your services as an inspector are no longer required. We need agents. Well, that Follow hard. us and together we will complete the revolution. Glory to the new Arstotska. That doesn't sound like a nice, peaceful retirement. <laughs> yeah. There's some where you, like, escape with you and your remaining family members to Obristan or somewhere, okay, some other, one. one of the other countries. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, there's not, like, as you can tell from the overall aesthetics, it's just not, like, gonna, you're not going to retire to Stardew Valley. Yeah, you're not going <laughs> to be happy at the end either maybe, way. Maybe that's the weird crossover is... <laughs> Oh, yeah. You retire to an obscure job in Joja (laughs) Corporation, and then one day... (laughs) After all my family died. Besides the gameplay mechanics, what are your critiques about this game? I mean, it was very black and white. It was very, like, communism is bad. This is definitely all there is to it. And I feel like it was super easy for people to die. I'm like, man, was it that bad? I mean, maybe parts of it I'm sure were, you Uh know? I don't want to seem like I'm trivializing you know, how difficult things were. Sure. But it was, to me, the harshness was a little over the top. There were also, like, lots of terrorist attacks. Like, people would cross the border and, and like, blow, blow themselves up. up and Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, was that For Kazakia or wherever. Yeah. You know, for one of those countries. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, was that a big problem then? And, yeah, I don't know. I thought it did some things really well, though. So okay. I do grant that, like, yes, it's definitely over the top in terms of here's your shitty apartment. Everyone's dying. <laughs> yeah, Good yeah. luck. Because, like, obviously, that's not the reality for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's the reality for some people and, and for too many people. Yeah, yeah. You know? But that's just obviously not what was happening to everyone. Um, I think this is set in 1982. But I thought a lot of things it did do really well. We talked about the gender thing where you like, you feel shit. If you're playing officially, right? Mm -hmm. You feel shitty for being like, it says here, you're a woman. Yeah. Are you a woman or a man? And you're just like pressing these people. Eventually they give you this scan option. Oh, that sucks. um, And you like full body scan people. Yeah. And you have to look at their stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, you're searching them for contraband or you can use that to confirm whether they're a man or a woman. Yeah. You know, like sex wise. Yeah. Well, also, the pixel art occasionally made it a little challenging. Like, there were some ambiguous faces in there, for mm-hmm. sure. That was definitely a challenge that they had. 
I think another thing they did well was when someone, at least I felt this, this time playing through, role-playing the official guy, (laughs) was when someone blew up the checkpoint early on. Yeah. And the next day they're like, okay, search everybody like that. From this country or Mm -hmm. whatever, yeah. And I did that. It was fine. I did, yeah. And I was like, that's warranted. They blew the place up. Yeah. And then the next day they were like, well, they complained, so we can't search all of them. (laughs) Even whenever they sent me their passport and it was from there, I would be like, okay, I really got to check this guy because he's from that country. Oh, so you'd be like extra scrutinous? I was extra suspicious of them. Because their people had blown up the thing, which is terrible to do. But I was like, I <laughs> got it. This game is, yeah, I was, it, it made, it made me profile like that. And I was like, damn, I kind of, yeah, I kind of did the same thing. And whenever United Federation people came up or something, they're they, very mean. They seemed like they seem coded as Americans. Or something. I agree. So I was suspicious of them for like being spies or something. Like oh that. no, I just, they were just rude. So I didn't like them. The a one... lot of them were like, Oh, this country sucks. I'm just passing through. And yeah. I, was, I got defensive <laughs> of my own shitty country, which killed my family. <laughs> I'm uh, a good loyal communist, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's to me, that's the strange thing that it is able to, engross you in it basically by beating you down with the game mechanics yeah yeah (laughs) and saying okay you've got to do this you've got to try to make it through this and you're like okay i'll do it maybe it's a virtue of it being so hard is that you're so determined to get it you're like fuck i messed up again like this time for real i'm gonna make sure everything's right and so like it kind of funnels you into being a, a good immigration officer, whatever that means. <laughs> An effective one, maybe. Yeah. Not a yeah, morally good one probably. Did you every time you approved you stamped approved and handed back, were you like waiting for the citation yes. tick to go off? <laughs> <laughs> every single time. Uh that was nerve wracking every time. Oh yeah. Or I would like, they're just gonna go blow up. <laughs> well that one at least wouldn't be my fault if it Mm-hmm. wasn't a citation but yeah yeah that's all i was worried about was citations man yeah, that man. was it <laughs> yeah ultimately kind of a difficult and not re- not a relaxing game to play definitely not it took me two hours and i was like wow that that kind of sucked <laughs> yeah and yeah not that fair i guess not that fair of an assessment of communism even as it's practiced or you know or communist states i think it's kind of an exaggeration of that yeah, yeah. It, it's not, uh, like I said, it does have some good critiques, I guess. It does, like, the bureaucracy of it and mm-hmm. all the changing rules and what you have to do and the kind of cold, unfeeling nature of that, of saying, hey, tough, I'm following the rules. Yeah. One of the people even says, you're sending me back to die. And I'm just oh, like, God. Reject. <gasps> Go. Oh, I don't think I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I probably didn't catch it, and she got through. <laughs> so out of this game. Yeah. So that's papers, please. Yeah. Interesting. I, you know, I it was worth the one playthrough. <laughs> Next on our list, something completely different. Yeah, different like, aesthetic, which I loved. Oh, it was beautiful. It's very cute. Democratic Socialism Simulator. So yeah, it's got this really cool techie aesthetic but also with these cool animals (laughs) so your advisors are all these different animals like your press secretary is a peacock the civil rights guy is a black panther it's really cool yeah the mechanic i would 
uh, likened to Tinder. It is a swipe left or swipe right mechanic. Mm-hmm. There's actually a term for it. It's similar to a game called Reigns, okay. which is like you're in charge of a kingdom mm. and you do the same thing. You swipe left or right to make decisions. Oh, okay. I hadn't heard of that. And I think, so you've heard of like roguelike games where there's a game called Rogue where you go through and you do things and then you die and then <laughs> uh, they change your powers every time. Oh, no. I haven't so heard of this either. People call games like that roguelike. So this would be like a Reigns-like game. Mm, okay. Because it has that left-right mechanic. Okay. So they have that. That's kind of the main interface is they give you choices. Like, you've been elected president. What do you want to do first? You know, like, And your advisors will come to you with different ideas. Mm-hmm. And then they have at the bottom of the screen, they have... It represents your voter block, basically. And it shows you... You can hover over them and learn more about, like, what their values are. You mm-hmm. know, some of them will be, like, Christian. Some of them will be into, like, global socialism and stuff like that. So you can, as you swipe the card to the left, you can see people move forward or back, like, from your perspective, and that shows whether they're into it or not into it. Yeah. And you have some other, like, stats on there, too, like how much money you have and climate change. <laughs> I was very bad about that, unfortunately. Oh, no. I didn't super understand the fist icon one. That's the people power. That's um, how... Basically, how socialist you were being. Okay, I didn't understand that because I had that one real high, and the first time I played, they took me out of office. So, so yeah. they were powerful, but also bad for me. Right, yeah. I guess it's not... Yeah, it's how socialist you're being, how powerful the workers... Okay. Workers' rights and stuff are. Okay. You have... What else, Meter? You have time till election, which you have to worry about in terms of midterms and in terms of re-election, and then your control of Congress, which governs... Which things you can say yes or no to, basically. Yes. Well, the music is really good, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Super cute MIDI music. It basically was what I was trying to do with the theme song of our podcast, but didn't do as good of a job as they did. So, yeah. Oh, I like ours. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this was super fun, and it's quick, you know? Super quick. I played through twice within, like, maybe an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably less. Yeah, I played through a number of times because it was, it's fun. All right, how did you play in your playthroughs? The first time I just said yes to whatever the hell I wanted to do. And it ended with me getting thrown out of office. Uh, why? Um, I guess I pissed off too many people. I just like didn't give a shit. I was just like, no, we're doing it. I think I spent too much money. I was like really in the red. And yeah, it was a problem. So if you spend too much money, you're in the red for too long. Then it starts doing ec- economy things to you. It's like you have to mm-hmm. raise taxes there's inflation. Mm-hmm. Um, then Wall Street starts doing some stuff, yeah. and then you reach a series of things that like knocks all your popular all your popularity back, yeah, like, across the board. And then I guess did the military take like yeah, escort the, you out of office? The eagle guy came in and was like, "This is awkward," but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you're, the Democratic Party tries to get you to resign before then. They or do, something. yeah. And I said no. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I hated them. And then uh, the second time I compromised more. So what I did was I said yes to like policy, but I, I wavered a lot more on like optics. They're mm-hmm. like, hey, do you want to go to a gun range? And I was like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Or like, will you denounce communism? And I was like, okay. But then I would like do communist shit. So yeah. like, but I just basically kept those people from not hating me outright. I also like pushed the fuck out of healthcare and that saved everything else. They're uh-huh. like... Hey, since your healthcare is so good, like we can you do this. You got all now. this money. Yeah. yeah. And like, 
I think I, I defunded the military too. So they're like, there's no veterans like injured. So your healthcare is even better. And it was yeah. great. <laughs> so what I learned is healthcare is a silver bullet. Yeah. It definitely depends in this game. What order you get stuff in mm-hmm. because that changes every time. So you can get fucked over real quick. If they're giving you policies that like you can't really say no to because you want to do them, mm-hmm. but you don't have any money to like, they can just hit you with like spend, 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 shoot in you row. in the red. Yeah. Yeah. Weeks. I think that's what happened to me the first time. Um, and but, I didn't get healthcare till much later in the game in that one. Yeah. And that, like you said, that'll fuck you up. That'll help a whole lot if you do pass the healthcare. And then the control of Congress is a big thing too. If it's like right after an election and you lost seats and you, mm-hmm. you only have like a bare majority, you know, and then it's like, then they come up, hey, you want to do this cool bill? No, and you had to I, say I can't. no. I'm sorry. I don't have the support. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. I think your, your strategy that I ended up doing a similar thing. Yeah. Being socialist as fuck. Mm-hmm. But telling everybody, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to the gun range. I'm hunting with an AR-15. Mm-hmm. I would actually take a look and be like, the environmentalists aren't going to like that I go hunting. Yeah. But. They're going to like everything else yeah, I Yeah, <laughs> I'm winning them right back. So who cares? Or like, it's time for the holidays. Well, Merry Christmas. Yeah, exactly. And then all the religious people were like, cool. And <laughs> I would be like, that's fine. And I actually, you could get those guys on board with farm stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? That was really helpful too. So it was. And even some of the labor stuff they were into. Because once they, like, once mm-hmm. you got far enough on that path, they're like, oh, shit, my job is, like, really good. Yeah, because you would, when you do green jobs, too, that helped. Yeah, I think I fucked that one up the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it was confusing. I don't know. That's, that's kind of a good insight, though. We talk about this a lot, is how to get America specifically on board. And we just jokingly say, just wrap it up in America and God and, you know, moral stuff and... That's kind of what we did here, and it worked. <laughs> yeah, it verified that theory we'd been working with. Just lie. Just, just lie. Tell people what they want to hear, but do your thing. Yeah. And just present it as good. And every time the New York Times pig would come up, <laughs> the new Pork Times. Oh, I loved that. <laughs> and he would be like, "Uh, so you said class war? Did you mean?" And you're just like, "Oh, I mean like stylish." Fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love the animal characters. There's some really funny ones. Like your treasury secretary is a little squirrel. She's like squirreling away nuts. Yeah. And the Yakovin's like a little dog, like a corgi or a a fox. fox. I thought a fox, but it could be whatever. I don't know. He was cute. He was in a little, the little Yakovin hat. The uh, tech guy was like this crazy lab rat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. I always said no to the tech ones. Fuck that. I started out saying like, Sure, show me your ideas, but they only ever came up with stupid shit. Horrible stuff that was like <laughs> surveillance state stuff. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, no, no. I did play one time evil, like, oh, just right wing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would, how this would happen that you would like pretend you were a Democrat, but then be <laughs> right wing. But it didn't work out well either. I think I fucked up the economy or something. Whoops. And I got, I played it too many times, probably. It was just fun. <laughs> And I it's got quick. thrown out a lot. Really? But What did you think of the voter block? Because I felt like they made it really easy. It is really easy, yeah. You have too many yeah, workers' too many rights people, too many environmentalists. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was fine. I thought environmentalists should be paired more often, however, with like regular free market people. Because oh. so many people are just 
liberals or just mm-hmm. or just like center right, but they're like, I like recycling. <laughs> I I believe in climate change. I just yeah. want to do it through carbon, carbon offsets. Carbon taxes or, yeah, and bullshit. You know, they don't yeah. want to do anything drastic on it. They did have some good pairings of like, I'm a nationalist, but I also am workers' rights or something. I thought those were smart. Yeah. Yeah. But some um, of the leftist ones were like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why Why are you so leftist? Like, you're easy. I can just get you. But I don't think the American electorate looks like that. I don't think it does at all. Like, there were... How many conservatives were there in the block? Like, four? Five, maybe? Yeah, there's... And you could convert them. There's four or so religious ones, and all you had to do... Because the religion one was farm, and that was the hard thing. Because a lot oh. of religious people aren't far, aren't rurals or anything. Mm-hmm. Or people living in, in rural areas. There are people living in suburbs and cities and they're Mm -hmm. just conservative anyway and so you have to worry you know you can't do a farm bill and expect to win over all the religious right yeah i did win over one of them did you ever convert people i thought that was a cool function oh yeah 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 Yeah. whenever they would change their idea their priority yeah so you would get to a certain point if you pushed something far enough i think mine was with like with workers rights i eventually moved they changed one of their top values to like workers rights because they benefited from it Mm -hmm. so that's kind of a cool function i think it says like your pro labor policies or something like that Mm -hmm. and i had one where it was like oh yeah your immigration policies are producing a more diverse nation so this person changed from immigration to the fairness one the oh yeah yeah the kind of liberal human rights one sort of thing yeah i remember that one okay but yeah, that, I think that was my biggest frustration with, with this game. It's why it was easy and fun, mm-hmm. but it was like... There weren't enough assholes. Yeah, it was it was a little too easy. It's like, I, this is not like America at all. But I think also the context of this game is you got elected as a democratic socialist, so like this is fairy tale land anyway. So <laughs> I guess maybe that's the excuse. Yeah, I guess so. It could have... I guess... The difficulty could have scaled by like giving you three more people who would just always be opposed to you. Yeah, or just having some weird centrists in there, maybe. I think that would have been interesting. Well, you have the Democratic Party guy, which is always, he's always trying to be like, Like oh, please. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but I, I thought it was, I thought it was very fun. But yeah, that was my biggest complaint. Too easy. Another axis they could have put was someone who's like, like you said, centrist. So like someone who doesn't like when anyone is partisan. Oh, that'd be annoying. You you know those people? Yeah. Like, I hate just conversing. (laughs) I'm just like saying so little. Like, I'm holding back so much when I talk to somebody who's like, it's on both sides. And like, (laughs) people just try to be, you know, partisan about it, political about it. Oh my God. They just need to find like solutions, you know? And I'm just like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's going to (laughs) work. Ugh. Anyway, they would. That would be. That would be interesting. Anything you took, the, any like actions you took, one way or the other, would piss that yeah. voter off. That would be funny. I, I figured know. it out, guys. You, all we have to do to fix it <laughs> is one: defund the military; two: fund healthcare; and three: lie and say that we're super religious and we like guns. We're religious. We like guns. We are not trying to start a class war. No, not at all. Um, and yeah, you'll you'll love America. you'll get it. You'll get it done. You'll basically be FDR. All right. Which is what I was trying to teach you to do. I think was mm-hmm. be kind of a soft social democrat, as it says. You yeah. Know? Just do that. <laughs> it was fun though. Yeah, it was super cute. It was very cute. So, all right, let's get to our next game. 
I wanted yeah. to give a little mention. We won't have to explore it too much because I'm the only one who's played this one. I haven't played it, yeah. It's called Stellaris. Okay. It's a simulator where you start out on one planet, your home world. Cool. It's set in space. I in like a galaxy, space. Uh, in a vast galaxy of varying size. And you start like taking over the galaxy and Uh-oh. interacting with all these other cultures and stuff that okay. are also doing the same thing, expanding their space empires and things. Ooh, okay. So it's expansionist in that way. <laughs> you're really, you know, you're setting up mm, outposts is what they call them. So you're not, you only like, you can set up as many colonies as you want, I guess, but that's not the main thing. Okay. Technically, I guess you could do it with no colonies. You'd probably lose, but <laughs> um, it's kind of like a, typically it's played as just like a, empire war sort of thing you know okay. i'm gonna make my empire these guys are gonna make their galactic like empire. uh age of empires or civ yeah like more that. like yeah a civ or if you if anyone's played like crusader kings yeah those sorts of things where you're taking over the map and yeah you know, grand strategy i'm so genre. bad at those um <laughs> <laughs> well at the beginning you get to you get to either choose a pre-made or design your own civilization okay all right and you have a, you have some pretty good options here because you can basically, based on their ethics, which is like, mm, what do they believe in as a civilization? Mm-hmm. You can effectively make them space communists. <gasps> That's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm seeing on the screen is a snail with a hexagonal emblem of a space looking hammer and sickle yeah i was like what is this is this like a grav hammer is this like a drill i don't know what it is in the middle it looks like a sickle with a wrench on the end which seems really useless in terms of like lever power you gotta wrench something but on the other side of i don't know you have to cut your maybe your project is on the other side of a wheat field so you have to sickle and then go do (laughs) wrench stuff Yes, um, but that's the logo I always go with. Fuck yeah. Because it's space communists. I usually go through and like, when you set an outpost on a star, on a star system, you can re- you can name it. Mm-hmm. So I always rename them after like communists and leftists of various <laughs> sorts. And you can change like their ethics and stuff. You can set up your ethics to be like egalitarian or fanatic egalitarian. Ooh. And then materialist. Which mm. just means versus spiritualist. So it's like okay. you're, yeah, you're not saying let's go to the here beyond, but what's here now? That makes sense. That or fanatic materialist. That just means ext- you know extreme, yeah, extreme version of it. You can only have one fanatic. But point is, you can construct those. I usually pair those two, one mm-hmm. or the other. Those are my space communist guys. Cool. You can make them collectivist. You can have a like a direct democracy as your oh. governing function or whatever. Besides that. There's not a whole lot of role-playing. You can role-play as it, but there's not like a whole lot of game mechanics centered on your communism. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's really... I mean, you're taking over stuff at the end. So yeah. So that's a little violent. Do you do it through force or like... You can. Is it... It's uh, like in... This is a very bad reference. In Spore, you could do that too. Yeah. Wow, well, oh, sure. Yeah. Or, in this, you, what you would do is usually when you set up a colony world, you're setting it up on an uninhabited planet, but that mm. is that is good environment for you. So environmentally, you're still colonizing because you're setting up in all these life forms place, but you're usually you're usually not doing it in intelligent life forms places. Okay, so there's at least that it's biased towards intelligent species, but I mean right. that's not that bad. Yeah, I can live with that. <laughs> 
you can colonize inhabited worlds. You can purge uh, inhabited planets. That's rough. Uh, you can orbitally bombard them into glass if you want. That's uh, very bad. Yeah. So you can be as horrible as you want to be okay. in this game. Well, I really like the the look of these snail people. They make me very happy. Dude, they have all sorts of types Show of... Show me the uh, races. So let's see if or I can species, find some cool I guess. ones. They have bird guys. Oh, they are like Aarakocra. He looks like that... Uh, called a harpy eagle it's like a big ass bird yeah show them. oh my god there's a bunch i wasn't expecting that many mushroom people yeah and there's like they have packs that unlock different types mm. of species portraits like you can be molluscoid you can be like furry dudes <laughs> like mammalian yeah you like can a be fox guy here yeah cute you can be insectoid plantoid in the later ones, they also have like rocks and stuff, like <laughs> lithoids. That's cool. Um, and you can be robotics as well. Oh, fun. Yeah. Besides that, it's your standard grand strategy take over everything. Okay. So I'd be bad at it, but it looks fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'd set it up and then get nervous and shut it down. Yeah. That's how I play most games. <laughs> What's next? Next veers over into um, kind of similar to the democratic socialism simulator. Uh, where you are in charge of a country. Neat. It's a lot more complex gameplay than that. Ah. And it's it's kind of frustrating gameplay sometimes. <laughs> it's called Democracy 4 now. Okay. I, I started on Democracy 3. It's a game where you start out just having been elected president or prime minister. If you're playing in another country, you can play as the United States or other countries okay. throughout the world. Uh, the game opens to like a big menu screen with a whole bunch of circles on it. I'm looking at it. It looks confusing. Yeah, it it, it is. If you don't know what you're doing, and even if you do know what you're doing, it's not a great UI. This is very bad UI. This is from Democracy 3, but Democracy 4 is the same style. Okay. And what you do is you pass policies, you change policies, you cancel policies, you do things to adjust like the laws of your country. Okay. And to do so, you spend political capital, which you build up every turn. Okay. So you can only do so much and changing things by like a lot versus a little versus canceling. Mm. Like that takes more or less capital. And that changes your stance. Your, that changes what people think of you mm, based okay. on what groups they're in. If they're a motorist or if they're a hmm. conservative or if they're a liberal if they're a socialist whatever they change their opinion on uh, of what you're doing based this on is that your people yeah okay. your citizens and so eventually basically you're trying to do things to make the country run right you want to fix financials you want to improve its standards of living all that stuff you have like graphs and stuff for that mm -hmm. that are affected by the policies you do okay policies tell you kind of what effects it's going to have and then you also want to get enough popularity to be elected again when mm -hmm. four years or whatever years roll by when it's your turn okay. to play. How hard is it? Pretty hard. It's pretty hard. Okay. I would, would I not like it? I don't think you would like it. <laughs> Dang I it. It sounds you, fun in some ways. But. Yeah, I think if you spent some time with it, you might, you might, you would probably enjoy it. Okay. Just a learning curve. It is a learning curve. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I played three and now I'm playing four. So it, I, I already know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's not that confusing, but it takes a while to learn. You can basically, though, be socialist in your in your policies. Okay. You can 
jack up the income tax as much as you want. Nice. Um, you can jack up the inheritance tax as much as the taxes are. You can come up yes. with new types of taxes. Yes, beautiful. You can pass new policies and be like, let's tax that, let's tax that, let's tax that. All these things. That sounds great. Um, since it's on Steam, you can download like mods and stuff oh, okay. in the workshop, and you can have like even more policies to choose from. Okay, more taxes. More taxes. <laughs> but you can also do that with just like laws. Like you can change the labor law to mm. be from pro-employer to pro-worker. Mm-hmm. Change maternity leave, give everybody Fuck maximum yeah. maternity leave. You can jack up the funding for the way you would go to like universal health care, like mm-hmm. single payer, would be to just take the state-funded health care thing and slide it from like emergencies only, slide it up to fully covered. Nice. And that's what you would do. Cool. I like to play with political capital turned off, which is just like, I do what you I do want. do whatever you want. Um, but it's not really the same game. It's still challenging that you have to make sure you don't piss off enough people to get like assassinated or something. Yeah. Or to fuck up your economy. Okay. And it's a good thing to like try to only have to deal with that. Some training wheels. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you turn political capital on, it's like, okay, now the challenge is how do I do that but slowly and mm-hmm. still succeed? Okay. You know? The... Aspects of it that I really like are that when certain policies will increase socialism. All policies affect like what people think of you, mm-hmm. and they affect like what's actually going on in your country. If you increase funding to hospitals, you're going to help fight against uh, epidemic diseases and stuff, yeah. or the asthma problem, or whatever. If you put pollution controls in, you're going to have less pollution, right? Yeah. But people will also have reactions. Liberals will like the pollution controls. Conservatives won't. It'll like lower your GDP. Yeah. Stuff like that. But they can also have effects on the membership in groups. An easy example would be if you increase funding to buses or public transportation. Mm. You're going to decrease the number of motorists. That's cool. And so those people now are invested in that as an issue. Yeah. So like the motorists block that is pissed at you for doing that. That's okay because they're getting they're smaller. smaller. That's interesting. Right? So... As you put in put laws into place, if you increase certain things like state housing, I think, if you increase, mainly if, if you increase state activities like that, state healthcare, I think, does one, other things like that, you increase socialism, mm-hmm. meaning you increase the number of people who are socialists nice. there. Yeah, so it's possible. And I think increasing the inheritance tax also does that. Very nice. Um, I like that because I think it, kind of reflects that you are you're remaking your society into one where those values are different Mm -hmm. and where more people say well this is just a thing we have because we've decided we have it yeah it's a very socialist way of looking at it it is i like that it doesn't do everything right like the economy still kind of works in a generally kind of liberal centrist Mm -hmm. you know please read an economics textbook sort of (laughs) way you know yeah if you raise taxes or, you know, control businesses too much, you're going to hurt your GDP, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can, tr- there's, way, there's ways to work around it. So it it's ultimately kind of cool. Being a moderate, I guess like we were saying with the other one, kind of works as well. If you, mm-hmm. you kind of chart a middle path to try to toss out things you don't care about to yeah. the other side. <laughs> Here, have some crumbs. Yeah, you can do that. I think you'd like it. Yeah, that sounds fun. What's next? Uh, next, we have a game called Tropico 6. Okay. Uh, you're a dictator of an island. So Animal Crossing. 
Uh, yeah, you're you're <laughs> Animal Crossing, but souped up, I guess. You're the dictator of this island. You can style yourself anyway from a pawn of the capitalists or whatever mm-hmm. to a you know full-on socialist commandante sort of figure. Mm-hmm. It's ultimately it's kind of trying to be a parody, maybe of Cuba. Or yeah, I think I've seen Latin some ads American for it. sort of things. Yeah, and so in that way, it's a little insensitive. I think it's supposed to be just kind of a joke in that nature. You're always fully in control. You're a dictator. Like, yeah. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you rule by decree. You kind of have to save up enough save up enough resources to do things. But other okay. than that, you can just do them. Okay. You can be like, okay, let's pass this. Let's pass that. Once you reach the goals for it, you can just, you just, you just do, do it. Just do it. Okay. Yeah. But you can be socialist in it. You can give everybody free housing. Okay. And it doesn't have any... It's not like, well, you moron, you gave everybody free housing. It's just like, cool, everyone has housing. You've improved your housing situation. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you have to worry about being unelected. (laughs) Yeah. You can give everybody, like, free education, free health. You can do these, provide these things for people. You can be as militaristic as you want to be or as not military. You know, there's, like, these different factions, I guess, that compete for your... Favor. Yeah, for your favor. It's cool. I I like it. (laughs) I always play as a nice communist guy oh. and just try to be friendly to everyone. The nicest dictator. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, do whatever you want. It's fine. Oh. I think it's uh, cool in the way that you can convert people to support you. And so you have less resistance. And you, as long as you're providing stuff for people, they're not going to try to fuck you up too much. I was going to ask, can you get um, like assassinated and stuff? You can. Yeah, okay. There can be rebels and stuff to try mm. to take over. But usually that's more if you are... Fucking up the country. Yeah. You know, you're doing a bad job. You can try to fix it or you can try to just build a bunch of military bases <laughs> and have the soldiers go out there and take care of them. To each their own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of, it's, it's a fun game. I think it's liberal in its outlook basically is it, it tries to be like, oh, here's these, these wacky Cubans Ugh. doing their thing. You know, they're so, they, they just like their dictators, don't they? Oh God. You know. Okay. It tries to critique it from that end, but you don't have to play into that. You can yeah. just be like, I'm actually going to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I'm the nicest dictator. Yeah. So that's a fun one. Cool. Our next one, let's actually talk about one that you have played recently. Yeah. I played it for just like a few minutes called Tonight We Riot, and it was really fun. It was just a fun little side-scroller game. So you start out, they have like an opening scenes, like they're not really cut scenes, they're just like pixel art images, mm-hmm. and they tell you like, you know, the, the rich have taken over everything, and you know, just kind of laying out the state of this really horrible capitalist world. And then they start you off, and you're in this little communist brigade, and you're the flag person, and you run around through the streets. You mean you run one direction because it is a side scroller. But, <laughs> but you run and you can punch cops and, <laughs> and throw Molotov cocktails and bricks. And do some violence. Yeah, you do violence. And you, when you're by a building, this is my favorite mechanic. Because <laughs> you're next to a building, you hit shift and... You can, so you're liberating the building and immediately as if they were just waiting for you, they unfurl these big communist flags and then everyone from that building comes out to join your like swarm of people. Uh So I think that's really funny. Yeah. They were just like, like, Bill, what is that big red flag? You got curled up around the pole over there. Nothing. (laughs) Why are you standing by the window all day with that big lump of red fabric? There they are. (laughs) It's time. People are rubbing strong and they just run out there. 
It's, it's a, really funny. Yeah. You go, you punch cops, you throw bricks, you throw Molotovs, you take down these drones that are flying mm. in the air. The cops eventually come out with like APCs and big... Uh, it's an APC. Like an armored personnel carrier. Oh, okay. They come the out tank. with these big, yeah, these big armored vehicles and the like water hose shooting mm-hmm. thing. Tear gas. Uh, tear gas you. Eventually they start shooting rubber bullets at you. Oh, shit. It's super cool. And it's just, it's fun and quick and easy. It's fun. The music's uh, fun. Oh, it's uh, cool. Yeah. The art style is really good. And it's fun to punch tanks, guys. So I don't <laughs> want to tell you. You can just destroy a tank with your brass knuckles. Yeah. Don't try this at home. <laughs> don't um, do it. <laughs> but apparently in this in this game, you can. It's just to make it simpler, I think. Yeah. And then at the end, when you win the level, you raise the flag over the over whatever building that is at the end. And then mm-hmm. these like guys in suits run out and run away. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. It's cute. And then they show, like, a newspaper headline, like, oh, all the stores are being destroyed. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. And then the one quote from the... This is from the first tutorial level. The caption from the picture under there is, why can't they just get peacefully beaten? (laughs) And it was from Pearl C. Pearl Clutcher. Oh, I didn't catch that. (laughs) Oh, that's good. A smattering of later headlines include rubber bullets humanely bring order to the city. (laughs) Later on, there's one that says smash the union. Unions linked to communist plot to steal our precious bodily fluids. What? Because that one, so that one's from the next stage. You start out in worker city or whatever Mm. or something like that where you're fighting in the you know liberating these buildings and you're fighting the cops in the streets and everything the next place you go to is like this swampy area it's called like bootlicker or something and it's like southern style yeah it's it's so it's like neo-confederate militia type style you know it's like that's what i don't know that sort of thing of kind of militia types i guess or and they like do you have people advancing with you advancing on you with chainsaws there oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and uh all these because people are felling trees on you and there's like a lumber mill sort of thing going on okay i don't know weird uh yeah so you go to different areas of the country basically mm -hmm. okay interesting i only made it through one and then just got into that one okay yeah i'm terrible at the game i'm very bad at it (laughs) (laughs) but it seems like it's forgiving yeah, like, I, I was trying of, to do kind of a speed run. I was just like running, and it seemed to work. Well, in the first level, you would not make it through oh, the later levels. Never of mind. <laughs> the, after the first level, I think every other level thereafter, if I made it through, I was the only one who survived. <gasps> oh, I got no. all my workers killed. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Uh, so, you know, if the, if it if anything ever ends up in the streets, I'm a terrible street commander. <laughs> I I just need to follow other people. Yeah, you can be the dead one then. <laughs> yeah, I'll be smacked on the ground. One thing was cool was that when you die, you just become someone else carrying oh, the flag. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so your dude can die and you'll just be like, Whoop, you're just one of the other people yeah. now carrying the flag. That's nice. We're all advancing it's a symbol. together. symbol. I love it. Yeah. This one's like openly just, it's openly like Straight up. Yeah, we're punching cops here in this one. Yeah, it's crazy... <laughs> kind of fun yeah it's very simple yeah um but it's just neat to see that from a from a left perspective and just so unashamedly you don't see a lot of media like that yeah and it, you know <laughs> it's it's biased as hell and oh for sure that's fine like what do you do in other you know what do you do in other games you go around and beat up the criminals and mm-hmm. you know you're in the military or whatever yeah, yeah go get the insurgents and 
That was a fun find. Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> All right, so moving to a fun game, but in that is in no way little. Okay. Hearts of Iron 4. All right, what is this? This is another grand strategy game. Think okay. Stellaris, but World War II. Okay, interesting. Right? So it's grand strategy. You govern one country, and you do whatever you want to do. World okay. War II style. Take over all the countries. You don't have to follow the historic timeline of World War II. It's just that setting. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, there's all sorts of mods out there to just make all sorts of different alternate timelines, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I just want to stick to the vanilla game, yeah, as we yeah. would call it, because there's so much content there anyway. Yeah. One thing that I have tried to do a few times, and it's it's fun, is turn countries communist. How does that go? D- varying degrees of success. I'm <laughs> okay. not very good at the game. Okay. So <laughs> Some user error, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> I am good at Crusader Kings. Okay. It's this, but set in medieval times. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm good at that. Do you, there, you can't have communist medieval times, man. No, there's nothing <laughs> We really have an advanced, that's not the right cycle, according to Marx. Yeah, it's we're still <laughs> trying to figure out capitalism. Yeah. We haven't even done that. <laughs> I'm good at that. I'm good at Stellaris. I'm, for some reason, terrible at Hearts of Iron. I just okay. can't get the production thing going, and uh, any players of this game will automatically know if I start talking about it how bad I am, okay. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment, listeners. Yeah, so I try to turn countries communist and varying degrees of success because of my abilities there. <laughs> With the United States, you can turn them communist. You start out, like, as FDR. Okay. Okay, and you're in charge. It's... Your governing style is democratic, meaning you just have elections, that's all. Uh, And then periodically there will be elections, and based on the popularity of your party and other parties and other movements even, you can change just ruling parties or change governance style altogether. So, for example, if the Republicans are more popular, you would change your portrait, but you'd still be democratic elections at this time. Okay. But you would be like... Alf Landon or some other Republican guy. Oh, okay, another guy. Yeah. If, however, the fascists were more popular by that time, then you would change government to fascist, no elections, and it would be, you know, a fascist leader. Ooh, that sucks. Same thing with communism. So if the communists get more popular, you'll go to communists. (gasps) Who is it? uh, Is our boy Eugene? uh, No. uh, So this is going to be after him. And this is going to be Earl Browder. Who the fuck is that? Earl Browder. We're going to get to in the second part of our history mm. of the socialist parties. Okay. And everything. Um, he's in there. He was a big Communist Party USA guy. Okay. In Hearts of Iron Four, there they take kind of a liberal take on it. So if the communists take over, there are no elections. Okay. Yeah. They're just like the fascists. They're just They're on the just, other side. Oh my god, no. Mm, right. That's incorrect. Uh, so that's one thing. You can get is a you mod can, for that probably, right? You probably can. Yeah, there's a mod for everything <laughs> in this game. So communist, but with elections, you I'm pretty sure. You a mod to make everyone nude in their portraits. You become the communist states of America. Neat. Your flag. <gasps> that's a good flag. Your flag is this... Okay, how would we describe this flag? All right. I mean, you got the hammer and sickle, but on the other side of the sickle is like half a gear. And then you have stars around it. And then, so that's the left square of the flag. And the right is red and and white stripes. And the whole thing is red and white. There's no blue. blue. It's not a blue. That's on a red field Mm -hmm. with a yellow hammer, sickle, gear, stars, (laughs) white stripes. I guess that's the same number. Yeah. 
it's neat. Would that's wear the, it on a shirt. That's the flag that you get if you go communist in the United States there. And they give you national focuses. Okay. So this is kind of like, if you ever played a game with a research tree or anything like that? Yeah. You have to do this, then this, then this. Yeah. Or in KOTOR where you like just level up the... Yeah. You know. I, Kyle made me play Civ a few times. I did not like go. it. All right. So <laughs> it's similar <laughs> it's to hard. that. Uh, except like these can be, there's a lot of like research trees like that, but there's also the national focus one is like, what governing things are you trying to do? Okay. They're titled different things. The branches, like for example, the fascist one is called the America first sub branch. That looks like a bad branch to me. Cut that one off. Yeah. That one's got such, uh, such gems as empower HUAC, which is the house on American and oh, Activities no. committee. You could empower <laughs> those guys if you wanted to. You could privatize the Tennessee Valley Authority. Oh, dear. Deregulate the banking sector. All of these are, by the way, fascist. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Honor the Confederacy is one of them. Yep. Shit. You can work with the German-American Bund, which was basically just a Hitler puppet okay. group in, Ger- in the United States. Manifest Destiny. Ooh, bring that one back from the vault. Yeah, good stuff here. You eventually establish a North American Dominion. Over oh no all North and uh, Central America here wow then protect South America so just protect take over, take over I like it, that language just, yeah and this ends <laughs> in global hegemony oh good so bad shit do you there. ever play it so I think we have different gaming philosophies I cannot play as bad guys in games I can't do it oh I can do that that's yeah. fun do you um, do that with this one have I you have, been fascist here so I have not yet I'm too inept to barely like I can barely pull off. <laughs> doing what I want to do in this game. So okay. I haven't really tried. I do in Stellaris. Like I've played a Empire. AI purge society Ooh. that just goes around trying to purge organics. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. But anyway, the communist branch here is called suspend the persecution. And you start by basically removing the red scare. Cool. Then you desegregate the armed forces. Cool. Then you full desegregate. Cool. There's democratic socialism. Also cool. Politics will change. Communist Party USA becomes the ruling party. Ooh, liberty for the Philippines. Yeah, you liberate the Philippines. That's cool. Pacific decolonization. Okay. You get rid of... uh, What do you have to do? Oh, I think you have to like get some colonies from other countries like oh, the Dutch East Indies. So you and take Guinea, over just to and release them. And then you're them. like, no, hey, there you go. You're <laughs> That's good. funny. Union Representation Act. Nice. Uh, the Old Age Pension Act. The Accumulated Wealth Tax Act. Mm, give me those taxes, baby. Guarantee the American dream. Provide people with a house, basically. Even these are very much wrapped up in a certain language. Mm-hmm. We are learning they're, a lot. They're trying to hypothesize like, and they're I think this is great. They're doing this in a historical setting, right? So they're saying, how would communism have come to people in America at that time? How would they have accepted it? Yeah, that's so interesting. The Worker Management Act, meaning workers could like take control of their workplaces. The Militia Organization Act, a little more violent there. (laughs) Communal Property Act. Reintegration of... Oh, (laughs) that's after... So a lot of times this provokes a civil war. Oh. And the new confederacy rises up. Oh, good. And so you have to crush them. And reintegration is after when you <laughs> reconstruct them, basically. And then you can start cooperating with uh, with the Soviet Union and China. Now, why is that called the Unholy Alliance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because they don't, you know, they think that would be bad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 
Ooh, end monarchism. Okay. So ending monarchism is when you take the, it's kind of like a war focus where you're like, mm. fuck monarchies, you know, and you yeah. go against the UK and other places that have monarchies at the time, which standardly in Hearts of Iron, all the other countries will just start doing shit. So while you're doing Kami USA, they're doing other crazy stuff too. Like ridiculous stuff. They yeah. So they don't follow their path either. You can turn it on, follow historical focuses, uh-huh. but I always find that boring. I let them do whatever really they want. It's really funny to see like France become communist too or something. Yeah. <laughs> every, so many wild things happen. <laughs> you have uh, Great Britain quite frequently just goes fascist and... <laughs> Germany, meanwhile, like reverts to having the Kaiser back or so. You know, it's just this weird shit. Yeah, it's all over the place. That's funny. Um, so you can turn them communist in the United States. It's pretty cool. It is cool. Some of them get a little weird, a little too violent for me, or a little, a little judgy in the names. But I like, I still a like. Alliance. Yeah, what the fuck? I think we're learning with these games. Like, it is so much about packaging. I think that's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Writers, words are important. <laughs> Thank um, God, right? I mean, does that mean we have to, like, stop our podcast, basically? We should just stop talking about communism and start talking... Teach me Americanism? No, because I think this is the resource for people who are on board, and then they can take this and go be nice about it. So we're teaching secret agents. Yes. All right. <laughs> Undercover operatives. Yes, McCarthy definitely. would have a field day with this. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> But, I mean, we've talked about doing an episode in the future, like how to convert your liberal friends. And yeah. I want to go down that path. We just have to put on there, liberals don't listen to this. So they don't, like, figure out our persuasion well, techniques. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll title it something stupid. Communism is the best. <laughs> yeah, 13 <laughs> reasons why communism it. is cool. Yeah, and then that way no one listens to it but the, the real dogs. Yeah. Something the road like that. dogs. <laughs> That's what I meant, instead of real dogs. The real dogs. The real dogs. <laughs> I need a nap, okay? All right, so I don't want this to be too American-centric. Okay, yeah. What else can you do? You can also play as any other country in the world. Cool. One of my other faves is playing as Mexico. I love Mexico. Uh, and you can turn Mexico communist, too. Nice. There's a number of different ways to do this. Okay. For example, at some point you can invite as an exile, allowed to live in your country, a fellow named Leon Trotsky. Hey, he did that. Yeah. <laughs> and in this timeline, you can even allow Trotsky to participate in your government and become the leader of Mexico. <laughs> it's kind of cool. So oh. in that sense, he, your Mexico would become the Mexican Soviet Republic. Interesting. And they would get this kind of lame flag that's oh let me see it's just a red field with a yellow mexico on it that's not a good flag that (laughs) wouldn't reduce well it's not a great flag yeah it's it's crappy but that's what you get if trotsky is in charge and you're you know mexico goes communist yeah i definitely want to do an episode about trotsky's time in mexico yeah i I got to see frida kahlo's house Mm -hmm. and he like stayed with her and diego rivera and stuff so. Yeah, I remember seeing that. And like, even then I was still kind of a liberal, but it was so <laughs> interesting still. I was still always kind of drawn to that for some reason. Because mm-hmm. it was always deep in our bones. <laughs> it was meant to be. Uh, another way you can go communist in Mexico is just in Mexico. You don't have to de- involve Trotsky at all. Okay. If you just make communism more popular there. In Hearts of Iron, that just means you put a an advisor in your government that's like... A communist revolutionary okay and he's just gonna convince people 
whoever they are, they're just going to convince people to, you know, communism is cool. Like communism <laughs> will increase in popularity in your country. Okay. And if you do it that way and you just go communist, you can do that either with the leader that they already have, Lazaro Car- uh, Cardenas. Yeah. Okay. I've heard of him. Yeah. He's, he was he's already like, kind of socialist, wasn't he? Yeah. He's like a F, he's like their FDR. Okay. Yeah. If you have him do it, he he can do it, or you can put in charge any number of other actual like Mexican communists cool. or socialists or labor leaders oh, from that this. time. Um, there are such figures as Vicente Lombardo Toledano, Francisco Jose Mujica, Valentin Campa. Yeah, so they can all be in charge of the Mexican Communist Party once you go communist. I think you just get to pick like which one mm, you want. Okay. And I don't know anything about these guys. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> so I was thinking future episode For sure. ideas, we could definitely. I would love to get into it. Listeners, in case you haven't figured this out from previous episodes, we're half Mexican, so. Yeah, I think we mentioned it, but yeah. If you're <laughs> I think new, we have, if you're new. new. To the show, this is something we talk about sometimes. Yeah. Their flag is a cool, way cooler flag. This is a cool flag. Blackfield Red Star. Classic, simple. I like it. It's a Zapatista flag. Is that really? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we need to talk about them in an episode, too. Mm-hmm. I guess in the tree, there's a couple of different ways, actually, to go communist as Mexico, like we mentioned. You have to deal with some, like, unrest, civil war stuff, but you mm. eventually go revolutionary women. Nice. Soldaderas. Mm. I got comment part of the revolution. Women soldiers fought in the rank and file, and some were promoted to junior officer positions. That's true. Women's suffrage. Nice. Legacy of the Revolution, the international struggle, Hispanic culture, the red shirts. You get like kind of a militia thing going, I think. Okay. Communist revolution. Nice. I like that one. Revolutionary class war. That one's good. So support Spain's loyalists. So oh, support okay. the Republican government there. So yeah, there's a lot of a lot of things you can do down there, down there research tree to make Mexico cool. So that's, like I said, Hearts of Iron, you can go on for hours about it because it's just so much Good there. But the other, the last one we wanted to talk about is something that neither of us have a ton of experience in. I've only just kind of started playing it. It's called Disco Elysium. It's a cool name. Okay, so in Disco Elysium, you play, it's like an isometric view. Okay. And you play as, is a really weird opening where you're kind of coming out of this blackout state. Mm-hmm. And you play as this police officer. You Boo. play as a cop. Yeah. Boo. First strike against it. <laughs> but it's in this really weird world. I mean, it's, it's like a complete, you know, fantasy realm. But it's like, I guess, cyberpunk sort of. Okay. In aesthetic. I like the, that aesthetic. But you have amnesia. Okay. And you just got kind of blackout drunk. And you straight up just actually don't remember who you are. Oh, shit. You have to start out like... Picking up pieces of your apartment and stuff and getting dressed and figuring out who you are and then leaving. Man, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty much you're a very troubled person. Okay. And you're initially trying to figure out where you're staying, what you're doing. You figure out you're, on, you're investigating this murder case and all that. Okay. But the interaction with the world is really cool because you're interacting not only with the world in this kind of dialogue setting all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like Mass Effect, but you take out the combat parts. There's oh. like basically no combat in I'm this gonna game. I'm going to love this game. <laughs> it's all dialogue. That's my shit. You also have dialogue with yourself. 
Ooh, that's interesting. You have dialogue with different aspects of yourself. Okay. So when you set up your character, you choose your stats. Like you have just straight up brawn physical Mm -hmm. stuff. You have like dexterity kind of stuff. You have intellect. Mm -hmm. And then you have kind of your wisdom or like understanding stats. Street smarts. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Each one has sub skills in them Mm -hmm. that come and talk to you while you're doing things. So when you're listening to somebody, if you have a high wisdom thing your empathy is going to be kind of high and so it'll roll these checks in the background so you can kind of like incite them basically and say okay this person seems legit yeah and that side of you will pipe up and be like "Mm, i think they're hiding something but only if you succeeded at that background check that's very cool yeah it's some D &D ass shit i'm gonna love it it is kind of yeah and the world that they're living in is strange because you're like we said, a cop, but you're technically part of your place's uh, community militia. Oh, okay. And back in the day, your place had like this... I don't know if this is a spoiler, so I read a little bit about it, but it <laughs> hasn't spoiled the story for me so far. Okay. But I'm going to still say spoiler in case. Okay. Back in the day, your the place you're living in had a communist revolution. Oh. And so the communists took over there. Their symbol is pretty cool. Let me... Ooh, I like this aesthetic. It's It's kind of a country communism. Yeah, it's like a pentagram with with antlers. I like it. I feel like Tanya from Trailbillies would be into this. Yeah, for real. (laughs) This is a Tanya aesthetic, for sure. But they had a communist revolution. They took over... And I guess they started, like, they got inv- they got reinvaded, basically. Mm, okay. uh, you know, those dirty capitalists always doing that. Ugh. And so now you work for the, like, the militias that started under the communists and technically are still basically the law enforcement there. Okay. It's no longer like a revolutionary organization anymore. It's just mm. like the de facto boring police that work there. Yeah. So it's a weird dynamic. You have this, like, and I haven't really gotten too much into it, but apparently this idea of communism is throughout the game. You know, it's it's there throughout the game. There's a prominent force in the game that's the labor union there. Okay. So they play a big role. So that seems like it's a theme that weaves its way through it. I definitely like the psychological elements, though, so far. It's yeah. Been, that's been fun. That, I heard that was really cool. So I'm, I'm excited to get into this. Yeah. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Cool. Like you said... <laughs> No combat. So <laughs> I love that. I play a lot of visual novels, so this sounds like my shit. The yeah. last one I played was a dog dating game. You owned a dog and you dated people in the town who also had dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the level of gamer I'm at. Wow, that's crazy. It was really stupid. For fans of other leftist podcasts, this has voice acting work from the guys who do Chapo Trap House. Oh, dang. So I know they're a big deal in the leftist podcast community. So sure. all of you guys out there, check them out. I haven't recognized any of their voices yet but like i said i have barely started so okay i'm probably gonna spend the rest of my sunday on this yeah (laughs) cool well i learned about a lot of games and i'm excited to play some more of them i do want to just immediately start playing a game right now do i want to continue disco elysium do i want to revisit evil hearts of iron 4 or something like what do i want to do end of podcast we're just gonna play games now (laughs) fuck this okay what are we doing next time though for real once we're done with our games what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so next, we're going to pick back up a uh, topic we've learned about before. 
the history of the early socialist parties in the United States. We're going to go to part two of that. Wonderful. We're going to pick up after the big rift in World War One. Yes. We're going to pick up after that. So we'll be continuing with our friends in the Socialist Party, but we'll be kind of moving on past them after that. So yeah, if you want to go back and listen to that, that's episode 17. So you can brush up on your communist knowledge. Yeah, for sure. We're going to test you. There will be a quiz at the end. Will it be for a grade? Everything in this class is for a grade. Oh my God. (laughs) It'll, the grade is how much I love you. Well, in the meantime, after you're done studying and playing fun games, make sure you find us online. We are on Instagram at Teach Me Communism, Twitter at Teach Communism. You can email us, teachmecommunism at gmail.com. If you want to send us a suggestion, if there's like a cool leftist video game out there that we missed, send it to us. I love it. You know, yeah, I'll play some more games. For sure. And or if you have a topic for a future episode. Also, if you're like an expert on something, we're open to that. Like, True. yeah. Yeah. We can set up something. Yeah. Virtually some sort of a. An interview or something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, we're on YouTube. So if that's your preferred method of listening, check us out there. That's we're just teach me communism on there. And we're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash teach me communism. And we'll be donating those funds to a mutual aid fund in our area. So it's not even for us. It's for people. Yeah. What do we do at the end of these things? (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was a great discussion of uh, video games. I guess, uh, listeners, you guys can catch us next time on another episode of Teach Me Communism, where the class struggle is always in session. All right. I'm going to go play some more games. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.